Hey, and welcome back to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. This is Javier. I'm Shannon. <laughs> um, we took a little bit longer break than in past years. Yeah, welcome back to this next uh, new season, right? It is a new season. Yeah, a new season. A uh, season four. As we took a, a break for the summer, which we typically do. And so we are glad to be back in this new season as... We record this, we are staring out the window of the marriage lab and watching elk um, walk around the marriage lab and uh, stare through our window. So if you so, hear a long pause, it's because <laughs> Javi got out his phone and is taking pictures? No, it's because we're going to see if we, want, we get one of them on our podcast and see how, how they do life. Um. <laughs> they don't mate for life, I do know that. Oh, see, I didn't go that far to find out. I did. Yeah. They, uh, that's in, you know... Doves and I think mallards do that, but I don't know about, you know. Well, welcome back. How was your summer? <laughs> How was my summer? <laughs> what did you? What were you up to, Shan? Well, I went to camp. I went to boot camp. Um, this summer was unusual because we were in places that were um, humid, hot, and muggy, and. Shannon decided that she doesn't like the South in the summer, but I love the South and I want to go back there. I just don't know if I can do it during the summer because the older no, I get, you. the and older I get, I don't sleep as well. People from the South are going to complain at us and get all upset and like you need to, you know, it's great out here. Don't complain about it. And there's an elk literally staring into our window. <laughs> Why would <laughs> He's like a foot away from our window. Oh, and there he goes. Anyways, so we're going to be a little bit distracted. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, boot camp was great. Um, we've had we've had a good summer. Uh, you know, again, summer's not, not over yet, but in terms of connecting and building relationships and um, boot camps, uh, like I said, were, were good. We saw um, God do some powerful things and life change and transformation. If you haven't been to boot camp, you need to get to a boot camp. Um, and it's not because of us, but uh, it's it's a place where um, we've seen a lot of people have a, a powerful encounter, a reset, a recharge, and recommitments as well. Yeah. Colorado did not disappoint either. The, the weather was amazing. Um, every boot camp we have, uh, I just see God's hand move with the weather and just meeting the people that are coming to that boot camp from surrounding areas. It's just so much fun. Yeah. I, I get so excited going into boot camp. We're exhausted peeling us off the floor on Sunday afternoon, but I still can't I still can't stop talking about it, thinking about it, and now yeah. we're we're literally going to be rolling into an Arizona boot camp in like three weeks. So yeah. here we go again. And then the, are you ready? And then the Oregon one, and then the California one. So a lot to go there. Yeah, I want to tell feel, you about our first sponsor, I, though. I feel like I need to get. I, I feel I need to get into the rhythm of podcast. I feel like I'm not quite there. You don't know yet. what to do. Well, I'm guess sorry what? if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, it's summer! Like it's they're they're back!" And yes, I'm excited. I'm just having to get back into the rhythm. It's like tying of, your shoes, Javier. Of yeah, of our podcast and yeah. So well, but here's it's been good. Here's we, some things but, new. Okay, but let me. Can I, I'm not. Hold on. Um, <laughs> but just in, like I I want to hear from people too. So well, you know like message us and let us know like how your summer was and 
you know, what's been going on. Like, we'd love to hear from you. Leave it um, in the comments. You know, we, we also had a, a great opportunity where, um, not sure how many of you are familiar with Victor Marks. We had the pleasure of being on his podcast and then uh, having his wife on our podcast, which will be coming up here soon as well. And so, yeah, a lot of exciting things and, you know, some new things on the radar uh, as we come towards the end of this year. So, yeah, a lot of good things. But Shannon, we don't have per se ads on 24-7 marriage because i'm not a fan of ads well it doesn't matter what javier is a fan of <laughs> no it doesn't matter no okay well i mean yeah it matters but you don't like it in general no, even I do if not. it even if it was the bible that was sponsoring us no you no, wouldn't no. like it okay well because you just don't like you don't like your podcast being interrupted by ads. no i don't think anybody listening likes that either i know but it's how we pay the bills it, well, okay. So, Shannon. <laughs> Our new sponsor for season four is Chapter 3 Beauty Company. Chapter3beautyco.com is where you can find them. It is a simplified approach to beauty. Made in the USA, pro-life, pro-America. Go and check out the store now. Guess what? Free shipping all month long. Yeah, free shipping. And because your your marriage needs beauty. Yeah. Well, you should look good for your husband, whatever and, that means to you. And do you know a little bit about Chapter 3 Beauty? Like, what's the premise behind Chapter 3 so Beauty? So, my oldest bio daughter, Carrie, if you've heard our story, if you heard our podcast called 15 and Pregnant, um, then you know the story of Carrie. And Carrie started this company um, out of her love for cosmetics. It was, the, it was what she did before she had kids. She was a CFO of a major cosmetic company, and she wanted to do something that supported pro-life, that was pro-America. She wanted the makeup clean, made in the USA, and we did this based on our story, Chapter 3. Chapter 1 being a crisis pregnancy, Chapter 2, um, an abortion averted, and Chapter 3 is the story we're living out right now, which we call God's story that we're living out. So Chapter 3 Beauty, go and check it out. There will be a link in our bio, free shipping all month long. Chapter 3 Beauty. <laughs> Don't do it like a ringleader, Javier. You goofball. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, so as we get into this new season, uh, we're gonna have a lot of exciting topics, and we you know we've always talked about uh, being able to you know, having guests on, and we just haven't done a lot of that. And, and part of the nature of it is because being on the road with twenty four seven marriage and the marriage lab, um, it's just been it's a little more it's a little bit difficult to do that. Um, but we we have some guests coming up. Um, we're actually excited here at the end of the month. We'll be interviewing uh, Willie and Corey Robertson from yes. uh, Duck Dynasty, um, and then also all around the blind movie. Uh -huh. uh, which we are uh, promoting in part of the team helping to get the word out on that movie. Yeah, and then the producer and writer of the movie, Zach Dasher, his wife, Jill Dasher, is going to be my guest on an upcoming podcast, and I'm going to be interviewing her. She wrote an amazing book that she's doing the audio version of right now and just hearing their marriage story. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, so a lot of exciting things. And I don't even know what we talked about, but we were in West Monroe, and that's where mm -hmm. like we were like, oh, it's way too humid We were there here. in July. Yeah. Right we before 4th like, of July, we were there. Yeah. And, and, it's, so, and then we were in Texas, and we ended up coming to Colorado early because we hit the heat wave in Texas. It seems that that's what follows us in the marriage lab is heat and tornadoes and stuff like that. Like well, and, we go. <laughs> and I know that if we probably lived in the South, we would be in a house where we could have like real sure. air conditioning sure. and it would be a lot different. Yeah. Being in the marriage lab, it, it's really hard to cool down 
and stay cool while you sleep. Yeah. Because of the, you know, this yeah. is basically a, a Cracker Jack box on yes. wheels. It's not a Cracker Jack box. But anyway, so, <laughs> so I want to talk about something that I was, you know, through our boot camps and, you know, all the stories that we hear that come through DMs on a consistent, on a daily basis. You know, one of the things that um, continuously kind of, uh, that I think about is decisions that you have to make in your marriage um, and that things that are never on the table um, that you won't go to that place in, in conversations um, or just decisions that you make moving forward or as you um, start your marriage or, and as you navigate uh, difficulties and seasons of life, decisions that you make like, Hey, these are things that we won't say we won't do mm, or that yeah. are off the table. We have those things. And so, you know, and you have certain things that we've talked about, you know, there's certain words you don't say, like you always, you never, um, you know, or you made me right. So mad or because we believe those are, those are choices, right? Their actions can be frustrating and upsetting, but you still have a choice of how you're going to respond. Um, and that's, that's an important thing. So that being said, um, this thing of making sure or having this conversation that divorce is not an option. Um, and that seems very simplistic. And probably all of you on day one standing at the altar said, that's not, that's never going to be an option. Maybe some of you thought that was going to be an option. I don't know. But having that mindset, that can actually shift and change quite a bit in your marriage. That making that statement, divorce is not an option mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Like what would, what do you think that does to the mindset of individuals when you come to a place that you say, Hey, that's not an option that is off the table. Well, first of all, for us in 30 years of marriage and as God is our witness, we have never threatened divorce or brought up the word divorce in an argument and we've had we've had heavy duty arguments we've had to go through some heavy duty stuff i remember when you were going through a season of depression and it lasted oh gosh 3 plus years i literally was in a place where i thought the best years of our it was year 18 and i thought the best years of our marriage were past us and yet i knew that divorce wasn't an option i was looking at how to pivot. I was looking at how I can see you through the eyes of grace and love you, even though what I married now 18 years later has, has shifted and changed because you were, you, I don't want to say you were a different person. How would you word that Javier? But it was like, you were a different person. I just said the thing. <laughs> you just I said the same thing twice, Shannon. It's like, you're a different person. How do I word that? It's like, you were a different person. <laughs> you were Javier, but there was this element to you that was, well, you were depressed. You were sad. You, could, you couldn't find your way. You couldn't climb your way out of it. I couldn't bake your way out of it. Lord knows I tried. I tried. And it, it, it wasn't what it was on day one of marriage. You, you, were, you were, in essence, a, a different version of yourself, I should say. And, yeah. And even in the midst of these really hard seasons, we never have threatened divorce. We never use that. We've never thrown or slung that word at one another. Um, and 
to have a mindset shift and we teach all of our premaritals that we do, like when you go, when you're stepping into marriage, like take this word off the table. Like you can be upset, you can be angry, you can be frustrated with your spouse, um, but don't sling this word at them. And there's well, several of those words we lay out on the table correct. for them. But specifically talking about divorce, yeah. this, that's 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 often uh, a word, a phrase, right? That people will use, and what it provides is when you actually state those words. Um, as a threat, and you may not even mean it, but some will state it as a threat. Um, they'll have it, you know, because I think what happens is, is if you're, if you choose and make a decision to not use that language, like it actually begins to provide stability in your marriage. Um, it provides the stability because you you recognize like irregardless of what we face or what we're going through, that is never going to be an option. Um, and a long time ago, a friend of ours wrote a song called If There's No Option, There's No Temptation. Um, and it's true. If it's not an option, it's not going to be a temptation for you to go there, to say those words, to um, move in that direction. Um, yeah, it, marriage is, it can be difficult, and you're going to have seasons that there's struggles and things aren't as you'd like them to be. But you have to understand that divorce would never be an option. And so it's never lurking in the back of your mind and you're never having fear about it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's probably some people that use that word, not as a threat, Javier, but more as to get their attention. Like I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get you there to are awaken. better ways to do that. But we do. Yeah. That's, Part no, of, people do. I yeah. know. So some men and women probably use that to get their spouse's attention, like, hello, wake up. Like, wake up to what is going on in our marriage right now. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm trying to get your attention because you feel kind of apathetic. You kind of feel like you're just I ignoring me. You're going through the motions. And we, we do those things. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, it's, and it's harsh. Like if you speak those words, it's actually painful. It's actually harsh. And you can't pull those words back. Yeah. Like once those words are out there, um, I did a post recently. I said something about, you know, words are seeds, right? They get planted. Mm -hmm. And when those words are planted, um, they can take root. Those seeds take root. And um, they cause pain and they cause separation. They cause instability in yeah. your marriage. And so I think there, I like what I want to encourage you with, and you know, and it's time. Maybe it's interesting that we're starting this new season with this with this kind of discussion. But I think there's decisions that we have to make, and this is one of the big ones. And because with a lot of couples that we work with and that we hear from, and they're wondering how do we get to this place, or you know, um, why are we struggling in this area? And I think it's because we've made some of those things an option. And so yeah. we're always leaving a door open. Well, if this doesn't, or if they don't do this, or if they don't react or respond in this way, then I will divorce. Then I will just leave. Then I will just shut down. So you've already pre-decided the trajectory of your marriage. So if it's in your back of your mind that divorce or separation or just shutting down, I will never divorce them, but I'm just not going to connect. I'm just not going to engage. I'm just going to do what I want to do. You've pre-decided the future reality of your marriage. Yeah. So if you state divorce is going to be an option or it's there in the back of your mind, 
that's what you've done. So what would you say to all the people who have prenups? <laughs> oh, I don't want to, I don't want to even go into that. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm, I don't, uh, I don't agree with it. Um, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't show you're, you're all in. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's contra- it seems contractual. Well, right? and it's, it's protecting self above um, all else. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so like, <sighs> There's a, there's a scripture they think, um, and I was going to read it, that this is what provides, that can help provide stability in your marriage, um, and that, that you would live in such a way where divorce or just retreating, whatever it may be, is just not an option for you. And that way, it's never lurking in the back of mind, again, of, you, of your mind or of your spouse's mind, and there's not this fear that someone's going to leave me, because you both have already agreed regardless and we have seen marriages on the brink of divorce or mm-hmm. in the midst of divorce get healed and restored through infidelity through i mean addictions through serious issues yeah like we have seen marriages thrive we have seen marriages you know couples fight for one another we have seen that happen now I understand if you've made the decision divorce not an option, but you find yourself in a physically abusive marriage, I, I, okay, like you need to make a shift. There needs to be a change. You probably do need to leave that. Um, so there are some situations here. Uh, but if we're talking about stability, James 1.19 says, be quick to listen, be slow to speak, and slow to anger. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually think that's a scripture that actually gives an incredible foundation for marriage. And if you're making these decisions, then base it upon upon something like this, on this scripture, that's telling you it's such be a sh- quick to yeah. listen. Well, it's such a short scripture, but yet there's so much depth to it that if we just walked that out with our spouse daily and just just did those things, how much our marriage would change. Yeah, be quick to listen. Yeah, we are be quick to listen, not like, well, I'll listen when they say something I want to hear, or I'll listen when you know they finally have heard me, and then I'll listen to what they have to say. Do you want to know what I'm guilty? It of? says be quick to listen, which means not hearing. Oh, I heard you. That's just like that's a that's actually just saying autopilot. What's well, auto? It's autopilot. Oh, I hear you. You're basically just kind of like shoving them off. Yeah. Right. Um, as opposed to being quick to listen to what is truly being said. And I've had to learn that. So I'll tell you what I'm guilty of when you, when we're talking and not just. You don't need to tell me. I, I, I experience it. Oh, are you, are you hurt, <laughs> Javier? Do you need a doctor? Um, when we're in a heavy discussion or, or whatever, I've, ha- I've had to learn how to listen to you because. I am quick to stop listening, do the opposite of that scripture, and I am formulating what I want to say back to you. So it's, you can't listen and formulate your thoughts at the same time. Yeah. And now I've learned to just listen, and then I'll come back with my rebuttal or have my thoughts later. But I've had to learn how to do that because I'm very guilty of that, yeah. of not listening to you. Are you yeah. guilty of that, Javier? No, I, I'm a good listener. Oh, you are? I lean in, mm. I tilt my head, <laughs> and I listen because your words are important. Like honey from a honeycomb. They're just very, very valuable. Um, so, so, 
be quick to listen. And the reason why, I'm, again, I'm, we're, we're talking this about, if we're talking about you make this decision, right, of things that aren't an option, but you have to have the stability that helps you navigate that, right? And this is one of those scriptures. So quick to listen. And the next one I love, now it's the opposite of quick. It says slow. Slow, yeah. slow to speak. speak. So if you're quick to listen to what is actually being said, then you will eliminate reacting mm -hmm. to your spouse and, and you and will respond well to yeah. them and you'll exactly. be slow to speak, which means you've taken time to listen and now you can formulate a response that's good, that's honoring, respectful, that's not yelling or bitey or sarcastic. So you're slow to actually speak to them. Um, and, and that means, again, not slow in this way, <laughs> but pausing yeah giving a moment when that when they say something and there's that stimulus that you feel that i'm going to respond or react this way or say this no i listen first and now i'm going to be slow to respond mm -hmm. and speak yeah so i think that's actually really good and then it says quick to listen slow to speak and also again another slow slow to Anger, yeah. Um, and now I would, and I would almost go to say, like, just I, I get anger is this emotion that we may feel, and it's mm -hmm. okay. We actually have told couples it's okay that you feel angry. Yeah, it's okay. It's are you expressing it? Are you talking about it? But here it says, be slow to anger. So there are other options than being angry, mm -hmm. right? Um, but being slow to anger is like if you don't listen and if you don't speak well guess what? There's going to be anger. Yeah. Very quickly. Well, and then you escalate and things go from zero to 60 so quickly. And this is what we hear from couples is that they were, they were having an argument and then words started flying. And then sometimes people start literally throwing objects. And then they go to this place where we just haven't talked for one day. We haven't talked for two days. It's been several days and we haven't talked and that's that slow to anger because you've let it build up to where now you have a you actually have a bigger problem than the original thing you probably were talking about. I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably. So now you have a bigger problem because now you've created this whole thing that you that you have to work through now because you've let your anger control you. You've let it overtake you. And you probably said and did things to your spouse in the right state of mind when we control ourselves, you wouldn't have said. Yeah. Do do I make you angry at times, Shen? Oh my gosh. Have you said to me anytime in the recent past, you make me so angry? Yes. Like right now, as I'm asking this question, you're like I'm not angry at you right now. <laughs> You you said those words. And 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 we do say to each other, you're not my favorite person right now. Well, I mean, yes, but so so but saying to one another, like, yeah, you make me angry. Yeah. That whole <laughs> No, no, I can't make you. You've chosen to be angry. Listen now that is true. You can debate me no, all day long if I you know, want. I know. You still like you still have a choice how you're gonna to respond to somebody. Isn't there a scripture that says husbands don't provoke your wives? Or is that I'm not just provoke I'm not provoking you. No. 
well, provoking you. You have gotten into this new habit of every time I say something, you say the same thing back to me. It has so gotten that a say, little bit annoying, hasn't it? Javier, you left your water out. No, you left your water out. <laughs> Javi, can you grab me a pillow? No, you grab me a pillow. Yeah, I actually like, been doing that quite a bit. So and you think it's funny. You think that you're very funny. No, no, it's not that I think I'm, well, actually, no, it is funny. <laughs> it is funny. I, I, I retract that. It is funny. No, you're funny, Shannon. No, you are funny. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. It, people would argue that. Um, they go back and forth. You're probably the, the, the funnier one. But anyways, yeah. so uh, like as we start off this new season, um, Part of why we're having this discussion is just what we've seen through this summer. And there are some decisions that you have to make. And maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're recognizing there's some choices and decisions that, that that we are faced with right now in our marriage. And there's maybe a difficult season you're going through, struggles, whatever it may be. And it could be in the back of your mind, like maybe this is it, maybe this is over, um, divorce is in my future. And, and I'm going to encourage you, we're going to encourage you to remove that from your vocabulary and really challenge you to remove that from your thinking, that you do not make it an option moving forward, that you go to your spouse and say, hey, we are in a difficult season. I don't know what is next. I'm unsure about what the future of our relationship looks like, and that's okay to say that. But where you need to be is this understanding of being able to say, but I am for you. We are for each other. Divorce is not an option for and us. We're going to fight for each other. We're going to fight for one another. We're going to stand for our marriage. We're going to protect our children, right? Because if you think that divorce is going to make it better and improve things for you, um, it's going to have an impact absolutely generationally on your children and mm -hmm. their children and their grandchildren. Like it's going to, it repeats. And so, and then fear listen to this and you have divorced, like we're not angry and upset. There's no judgment whatsoever. Right. Um, I don't know. We don't know your situation, but we're saying if you're currently married in regards to what you're faced with, make a decision that these words of, I'll just get a divorce are off the table. The fear of that being in the back of your mind is off the table, and both of you come to agreement on that, and then you work on building and strengthening your marriage and bringing stability into your relationship and getting the support that you need, like listening to us. and um, Coming and so, to a boot camp. And coming to boot camp. Yeah. So outside, out, just, to, just to clarify, outside of any type of abuse, yeah. this is what we're talking about. So yeah. if you're listening to this and you are in an abusive marriage, we're not speaking to you right now. Um, there are reasons why you need to leave, why you need to have boundaries, and why you need to provide safety for you, you yourself, your children, um, w when it comes to abuse. So, Yeah, yeah. So I just want to encourage you to take a moment as we, you know, it's close to getting to the end of summer, and we, right? Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Isn't isn't when's the Labor no, Day? Well, September. There's a no. Actually, the first day of falls. Well, we still got a while. <laughs> first day of falls not till October. I we're think we're getting close. Um, so we just want to encourage you that make these decisions, uh, and because if you're gonna look at the 
future of your marriage and trajectory of your marriage. Um, you should be more concerned about the words you're speaking, um, how you're actually approaching um, the season of marriage that you're in right now, and the, removing the things that you have been saying and have been doing um, and changing the direction of where you're headed. I have such good news. Watch in. September 23rd is the first day of fall. Is it? Pumpkins are coming out <laughs> and all my sweaters and flannels too. I love it. Hey, listen, we appreciate each and every one of you being part of the 24-7 Marriage Family. Listen to this podcast and we're excited for this new season of podcasting and new resources and exciting things coming up. Uh, we're grateful for you and always remember um, it's important to us to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, yes. share it with others. Share, share, that share. That helps share, us share. get the message out, connect with more individuals. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And always remember in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Please be sure to hit subscribe and like this episode or leave us a review. To learn more about 24-7 Marriage, go to 247marriage.org or click the link in our bio on all social media platforms. And remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. We'll see you next week.